You're listening to a CanadianMovieCrew.com production. Santa with Muscles is the story of a millionaire who gets amnesia and believes he's Santa Claus. Or is it? Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Fixin' and blitzin' and all his reindeer are pullin' on the rain. Bells are ringin' and children are singin' and all is merry and bright. Hang your stocking and say your prayers, cause Santa Claus is comin' tonight. Welcome back to the Oars at Movie Podcast, uh, where we try to find the real story behind the story. I'm Sean Taylor. And I'm Mean Mark, brother. And today we're taking a look at the Christmas classic from 1996. (laughs) Sorry, classic. (laughs) I almost couldn't say that out loud because my tongue was firmly implanted in my cheek. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Taking a look at Santa with muscles. Uh, We can welcome to the show Clint Howard. Uh, Adam Wiley, and out of nowhere, didn't even know this was the case, Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. I know. Baby Mila Kunis, as I will be referring to her throughout this podcast. Uh, We can welcome back Ed Begley Jr., who was in our Batman Forever show. Oh, that's right. And, of course, a now, what, three-time, four-time repeater? Uh, Hulk Hogan? The Immortal Hulk Hogan, yeah. The Immortal Hulk Hogan. Well, we did, uh... We did No Holds Barred. No Holds Barred. Mr. Nanny. Suburban Commando. That's three. Uh, was there another one to do? Oh, we we never did Thunder in Paradise, did no, we? No, we never did Thunder in Paradise, or, uh, there's another one. I think that's... Oh, well, Rocky three, but, you know, to a lesser degree. <laughs> true, true. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> this, this was, was your idea. And I think I said, please no more Hulk Hogan joints after this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm stuck on, you know where I got stuck on the thought of, uh, let's see, uh, Miracle on 34th street, um, you know, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Santa with muscles, all in the same classic movie, Christmas movie pack. Like, <laughs> this is a uh, Christmas, a Christmas Carol with Patrick Stewart, Hulk Hogan, Santa with muscles. <laughs> Get it as a two pack, kids. It's hot. <laughs> this is one. Actually, right after I watched this for this show, um, I was watching one of the uh, video podcasts I watch, and they recommended on their Christmas watch list. Santa with muscles, and I'm like, oh, no wow. way. Uh, are you sure? <laughs> uh, okay, right out of the gate. Well, you know what? Should we get into the story first? Uh, sure. I've got. Okay, all right. Well, uh, why don't you take us through for for the very few who haven't seen this <laughs> yeah. Christmas classic? Yeah, yeah. For the one or two. Yeah, for the <laughs> small minority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Hulk Hogan plays Blake, a millionaire dick who suffers from who suffers amnesia <laughs> during a game of citywide paintball and wakes up believing he's Santa Claus. Later, Ebner Frost is another millionaire who wants to take over the businesses in town. After Blake stops the two thieves in the mall, he rescues a statue from the local orphanage, the last target of Frost. Santa learns the Santa rules as Lenny the Elf tries to steal... Uh, Blake's ID so he can steal his fortune. After a front yard handicap match, he finds out that Frost wants into the vault located under the orphanage containing Fraggle Rock. I mean, 
<laughs> Lots of shiny explosive gems. After a rooftop fight with one of Frost's goons, Blake wakes him, wakes up as himself. The goons take over the orphanage and force the kids to mine the gems. Blake rounds up his butcher, his baker, and his candlestick maker and goes to save the day. <laughs> Blake learns that he and Frost were best friends and lived in the orphanage once. Blake battles Frost but blows up the orphanage in the process. The bad guys are arrested and Blake invites the orphans to live with him. One final shot of Blake's discarded Santa hat as the credits roll. Uh, should we also say welcome to the show Hulk Hogan's wig in this movie? Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> what the hell is up with this thing? I mean, did did he did he like scoop the skullet under this thing and just kind of <laughs> kind of tie it shut for the day? We roll cut at the end of the day, and then boom, off comes this blonde quaff thing, and down comes the skullet again. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, or is it's so weird to see Hogan with hair? With short hair, too. Kind yeah. Of. Like, it's either that or this is the world's absolute greatest comb-over. And he looks like he's auditioning to be an Abercrombie and Finch uh, model. You know, like, he's got <laughs> yeah. that kind of a haircut. Yeah, and, and he's living in some suburban town, but he looks like it should be, like, a, uh, on the beach. Yeah. And, 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 and what is he? He's a rich guy. Slash supplement magnate? <laughs> well, no, he also makes cereal. He makes coffee. and But he does make... Uh, uh, yeah, like, like protein bars and... Yeah, and protein sh- bars. powder. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Way, way to branch out, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's not... Like, he's not doing, like, uh, selling, like, a P90X program or... No. You know, yeah, 24-inch pythons in 24 days or whatever. Like, it's, it, it's just... No, no, just eat this shit and you'll be—you'll look like me. Really? <laughs> he's making Hulk Hogan way. That's what he's doing. Hulk Hogan way. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'm not, I'm not doing the the mean Mark pronunciation. He's making Hulk Hogan way. <laughs> way powder. Yes. Way powder. Um. Uh, yeah. T- caution may contain steroids. Yeah. 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 May. Quote unquote. <laughs> As in duh. Hey, at least he isn't playing like a constantly angry dude. I will well, admit that's that. True. Least, well, he was angry at the beginning. Yeah, no, but he was kind of happy-go-lucky throughout a lot of this. And I was like, who put on the Hulk Hogan skin suit? Because every other <laughs> character, he's always just been some grouch that has to learn a lesson. That's true. That's true. Well, no holds barred. He wasn't a grouch. Okay. That, okay. But like two out of three so far. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, like Mister Nanny, Suburban Commando. He was always, uh, uh, you know, he was always on the edge of losing his mind. Yeah, for some reason. So, <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So, so let, let let's okay. First of all, the stealth attack in his own home. I was like, oh, okay, I get it. It's training because Hogan apparently was in the military at some point. <laughs> I have no idea. Wow. Because he's he's wearing combat pants and is constantly testing his fighting reflexes. Yeah, I just kind of got the thing that he was eccentric. I thought he was a member of G.I. Joe that I just never heard about. Like he's, <laughs> you know, he's like Richo. Yeah. He, he's like Rich Richo, you know, like... <laughs> yeah. Hey, someone get money bags on the phone. We got to go get money fight bag. Cobra. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Money bags has to go fight Cobra with us. Yeah. yeah go get the vault. Not too busy. The vault. <laughs> yeah. 
But then they, they go out, you know, to kick back and relax. They go out and play the most irresponsible game of paintball. I yeah, think. this is like a citywide game of uh, of of paintball. Like I, I, I didn't really have it in perspective till you put it that way in your synopsis there. Like they, so they leave the compound only to meet up with another group of people in some forest, and then they take off again in their trucks down a dirt road, eventually ending up on a highway. They don't stop for police after the bikers run over his car, and this is the hero of our story. Yeah. This is now Santa with indictments. <laughs> Santa with tickets. Yeah. Santa with tickets at least. Yeah, but I mean, and then their, their defense, well, instead of being a responsible citizen, fuck it, I'm rich. Let's shoot the cop car. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? They essentially assault the police officer. Well, are they the ones that, no, no, it's the cops now. Yeah. And the cops, in order to. Well, the- the cops, in order to take down the the people who are driving erratically around town, pull out a grenade launcher. Oh my god, what the hell is that? That They must really hate speeding in this town. Yeah, obviously, because the police just have this on them. What police? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's readily available for them. I'm sorry, I, I asked where this takes place. Is this in RoboCops Detroit? Maybe on the outskirts in Lansing? I guess, because, fuck, that's the cops that should have RPGs with them. Fucking, although, of course, in this movie, it serves to be Chekhov's grenade launcher, right? (laughs) That's true. That's true. If you attempt attempt to blow up Hulk Hogan in the first act, you have to do it again in the third. Do it again in the third, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. very true. (laughs) Which they do. (laughs) And I love how a six foot seven man rolls out of a Humvee, but no one notices. Yeah, yeah. Is this giant? I, I do. Yes, I looked up the height again just to refresh <laughs> my memory. But a giant man rolls out of the Humvee that they are chasing, and they're like, "Actually, I don't know what happened." At this time, he was being billed as six ten. So, oh, okay. Well, apparently, IMDb is keeping track of his shrinking. I guess. I guess maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Someone's updating that Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He jumps out in front of a crowded mall. At yeah. Christmas time. Right. And, and nobody no notices. Not a clue. And there's no one in the back halls at Christmas time in a mall. I guarantee you, my dad used to work at the mall, <laughs> at our local mall here. When it's Christmas time, those hallways are filled with retailers just trying to get away from the fucking people. Amen. That's where you find most of the staff is back there taking a break. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I worked no, a little retail myself, so I know what you mean. Yeah, the, 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 there's the, there's no empty hallways anywhere in a mall. I tell you what, in springtime, you say, "Hey, could you go grab this out of the back? Eh, get it yourself, fucker." Come Christmas time, hey, could you grab this in? The... Where'd he go? Yeah, oh, he must be in the. He's, he's halfway to the back. Yeah, <laughs> and he'll be back in twenty. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's an Easily. extra smoke break right there. It, absolutely. <laughs> and yeah, so no one notices, and then. Um, we cut to our villain, who has all scholars for hench people. This is so weird. He has like the X Men as well, hench people. He well, has the, go the ahead. start of a bad joke is what he has. <laughs> yeah. A physician, a geologist, a chemist, and an electrical engineer walk into a rich guy's place. <laughs> yeah, and the rich guy says, "Hey, you want a job?" Yeah, and yes, like, it, and so like the the electrician is like a is like a dominatrix when her main primary thing is like electroshock therapy. 
I guess. Oh, she's a psychologist, is she? I don't know. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything about this movie, dude. I'm just saying. I'm asking. <laughs> well, I, th- I think that they have all advanced degrees from various fields of study. Like, but you're right. It's like uh, he's like some sort of weird, twisted Charles Xavier who's ex- assembled his team of talented uh, yeah. X-Men. And the geologist, geologist, like later on, they have this thing where they they have one of the business owners. And the whole thing about this movie is like the, the this Ebner Frost. Ha, huh? get it? Huh? Ebner yeah. instead of Ebenezer. Yeah. Frost like Jack Frost? Yeah. So. Not a lick of snow in this movie, but we're making Frost jokes. Okay. We don't even know why he wants to. Well, no, he wants to buy up all the thing because he's looking for. And this is so bizarre. He's looking for this like cavern of crystals that's oh, underneath yes. the orphanage. That's behind a vault safe. That Hulk Hogan knows the code to, but doesn't remember it? Because he was, he actually, his, this rich guy inherited some other family's fortune because he's adopted? I guess. And so is Ebenezer? Like, this is oddly a tale of two orphans? Yeah, like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, they're both millionaires. They're both dick millionaires. Just one's more dick dick than the other. Absolutely. Yeah, because Ebner's not that bad. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hogan's a dick. <laughs> and and he's got this, like, phobia, this germ phobia that's never explained. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's just give him a thing. Why? why? I don't know. Why does he need a thing? It, it kind of explains why he's a doctor around him all the time, but. And why does he want the crystals? Because as far as I can tell, if you, like, mishandle one, they all explode. Yeah, no, this is not a situation of let's hide these in a vault. This is let's move the fuck out of here, call a government agency so that yeah. specialists can handle these carefully and dispose of them safely. Like, it might not even be scientists. I'm, we're talking like bomb squad removal. Yeah. Like, they need to be all detonated in a safe blast zone. Like, some, like wherever they test grenades and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, so, and so they're that fragile. Right, that they that even if you just drop one, they explode and cause massive damage. Yet he gets children to mine them. Oh, <laughs> not only that, but once they find out that they're there, the orphanage is like, "Yeah, we're fucking staying." What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why? <laughs> just no. <laughs> Leave. Run for your life. Yeah, take the three kids that nobody wants. That you have left, including Mila Kunis, which is where she is in this movie. She's one of the unadoptable kids, I guess. Uh, yeah. Well, and I recognize well, the boy, but I don't know from where. I've checked his oh. ID. I, I checked his history, and I didn't. I didn't recognize anything. Oh really? Um, yeah, I, I recognize some stuff, but not not a whole lot. Yeah, like I think he was. Like, I think he's always like in the background of, like he's doing voice acting. Yeah, like I think he's always like uh like when I've seen him, he's always been like the bully's third or fourth man guy, you know what I mean? Yeah, or like a, the kid of our protagonist or something. Yeah. Something, something like, like that. that. Something like that. Um yeah, but there are these three kids that are completely unadoptable, apparently. <laughs> yeah. The world's most unlovable kids. I guess this town ran into millionaires to adopt them. I I guess, yeah. And, you know, you, you kind of figure that Hulk Hogan, being an adopted millionaire, if he was such a good guy, he would have adopted a kid. You'd think, wouldn't you? 
Like, yeah. does he not know? Like, he forgets that he grew up in an orphanage. An orphanage. Meanwhile, there's pictures of him when he's like twelve. Yeah. Like I remember where I was when I was twelve. Yeah. And I know enough to know it wasn't an orphanage. And I, Ergo, you know. And I'll tell you something. I remember my friends from when I was twelve. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> how do how do you forget your friends and the fact that you were an orphan, and then <laughs> adopted by a millionaire, assumingly? Like maybe only... maybe he became a millionaire by selling all of his products. I don't know. But well, the, they 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 kind of hint that he didn't. That he was just kind of rich and bored. Well, you can you can become a billionaire and then get rich and bored. No, no, no. That he came. That he was like he was adopted by money. Oh, okay. Yeah, they kind of hint at that. So he was a spoiled brat, essentially. Is how that turned out. The only way for me it makes sense is if he was adopted by members of the Men in Black. <laughs> okay, why is that? Well, one explains all the money because you know inventions, alien technology, and secondly, True. that flashy thing. That's. That's how they made him forget he was oh, a yeah. orphan there you and go. his friends and his. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. You were in a terrible accident, son, but it's okay. You're home now. Yeah. I just picture these two really short, like, and just you know, like, like non-white. Do you know what I mean? Like, and then convince him that he's their son. You know, like yeah. a six foot seven dude and his tiny little parents. No, no, you're our kid. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh my god! Um, now we we've seen through our days of watching professional wrestling, we've seen Hulk Hogan take some pretty serious hits. Sure, through over the years, yeah. Apparently, we never saw him take a plastic garbage can hit to the head because <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's and true. And it gave him amnesia. I was like, oh, "Come on, a plastic garbage can!" Like you, you see it like boom, boom. Like dent in, <laughs> pop back out after he slides. Like it might as well have just been styrofoam. Yeah, like, like it's, well it's just... not even enough to stay dented. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like Rubbermaid took out the Hulkster. Like <laughs> it, <laughs> it sealed in the amnesia. <laughs> oh my god! That <laughs> and and that's the thing. Like I think he was like headbutting dudes left and right during his pseudo military training. Maybe. Yeah. By the way, just to go back to that for a second, where do you find a combat chef? Like, and a combat <laughs> butler. <laughs> and a combat lawnmower man. Like, <laughs> like he's just all army buddies of his that he hired? <laughs> well, okay, but... but how, how, okay, so how do you how do you find people for this? Okay, I'm looking for a chef, uh, and I want the best meals, and I want to be healthy, and I want you to... To make the best meals for me. Yep, strict regimen. Got to know what you're doing. Also, you have to try to kick my ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, must know karate and not be afraid of yeah. a six foot ten guy. <laughs> like, yeah, and you must be willing to get your ass kicked because I will beat you. <laughs> yeah, I will. Be- <laughs> this is just a picture of of him in like the the classic Uncle Sam pose. You know, <laughs> I will beat you. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's on the post. That's on the ad. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like what kind of ad did Brenda put out in order to get these guys? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no, Brenda works. Uh, Brenda actually did a good job. She she always works for the villains, right? Yeah, and she got all PhDs this time around. That's true. That's it's true. not it's I, not like Chet and Brian, the 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 thugs. It's uh, <laughs> what? Okay, I, I, let's go back to the million, the, the evil mil, the other evil millionaire's place. <laughs> the other evil millionaire. Why were all of his <laughs> statues covered? 
<laughs> I don't know. He has like hedge statues or hedge, or what do they call them? Hedge art of some yeah, kind. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. And they're all is. covered because they're full of germs. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, I don't have hedge art money. So. True. Me neither. Yeah. Maybe if we start asking for donations from this for this podcast, we might turn into a hedge <laughs> yeah. art money. <laughs> yeah, we'll turn it into yeah, we'll just, bonsai tree art. Yeah, bonsai tree. Yeah, well, bonsai tree might be more like it. That's so tiny. Yeah, it'll, it'll fit in my shitty little apartment. But <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> do the do the trees have the germophobia too? Like, is that <laughs> or are the trees full of germs and that he's afraid of them? So that's I guess. why. But then he never leaves the house. So why would he be afraid of the trees? I, like it's it's so weird. It is so bizarre. I, I think whoever actually ho- owned that home was like, "Fuck off and don't touch my trees." <laughs> so when they were filming, they just like, right, "Fuck it, put a plastic bag over them." <laughs> I, it's so weird. I, it, like you, like I've seen that done in like like almost like winterize the plant. Okay. Yeah, I I mean not often, but I've seen it. You cover up certain shrubbery in the winter time, so it has a better chance of thriving in the spring. Okay, but it's not. I I don't know why. To be but honest. it's not snowing where he is. That's the weird part. Yeah, you know. Like, this is like... what... Yeah, sorry. This part of Detroit, there's no snow. So, <laughs> oh, and um, I think this also takes place in the future, like RoboCop. Um, because I don't remember in 1996 a debit machine asking for my thumbprint. And talking no, to me. No, no. Yeah. When I put this, Siri's not telling me my balance verbally. And, yeah. And that's way better. <laughs> like, you have $8 million and a guy behind you with a knife. Thank like, you. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would you? Like, why would? What? Who? And this is for the rich guy? Why would the rich guy want this? You'd think that'd be the last guy. You know, someone like me, you know, your balance is $19. You can't take out anything because we only give 20s. 20s, that, yeah. That would be safe for me. Yeah. But the, you don't. Yeah, the guy with the knife puts it away and go, gets back to the back of the line. Yeah. <laughs> and like uh, Larry and Lenny the Elf there, he tries so many times to get this guy's money. And he tries to steal the glass and he's like, that's the wrong fingerprint. You know, like, holy fucking specific. Yeah, really. I'm surprised they didn't ask for like other samples. Yeah, really. Please pee into the ATM. Now spit on me. Come yeah, on. you know you want to spit on me. <laughs> yeah. I like it when you spit on me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, so I'm thinking this some some sort of weird future now. I'm kind of building this in my head because we have cops that are so fed up to carrying RPGs. You've got. Uh, uh, <laughs> You got a little overspoken uh, debit machine. <laughs> yeah. And you've got exploding ruby quartz <laughs> gems underneath a future. Like, it, this movie might have started in 96 with Hogan as a kid. When the world discovered these exploding ruby quartz and they had to put it in a vault like it's a video game mission. And <laughs> Yeah, I guess. I have no and, idea. And then 40 years later, it's the future or however. You know. <laughs> It's just so uh, weird. Like, like nothing in this thing makes sense. Like, they blow up the the cop, the cop car, and Clint Howard just looks like uh, Wiley e. Coyote after the, oh, a bad experiment. You. Yeah, like you were yeah, hit he's... with a fucking missile launcher. Like, 
You're dead. Yeah, you should be dead. How is that engine still running? Yeah. He shows up with the burnt car like it just dented the fender. <laughs> yeah, and they know who he is. And this is how I think, okay, like, are you mean to tell me that this guy in a Santa hat, like, like when he's when he's wearing the beard and the Santa outfit, okay, fine, no one recognizes him, fine. Yeah, he stuffs something up the shirt to make... Yeah. That actually works as a disguise. Sure. But later on, when he's going around without the beard on, mm-hmm. and nobody recognizes him, you mean to tell me the two people in the thing, in the in the home, don't recognize him as one of well, two evil billionaires in town? Yeah, who they helped get adopted. Who they helped get adopted? Thank you! Why does the black guy take so long to tell him? Yeah, like, yeah, that, that scene the first time that they meet in the movie should have been, oh, you're back. Yeah. Oh, hey, I remember you. Yeah. I was a young man while you were here. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the, and that's the only point to having that character there. Yeah. Pretty much was just to remind Hulk Hogan where he came from. He had more to do in the movie Steel. He was in the Steel? He was in Steel, yeah. Oh, the black guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Richard Roundtree. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They get Shaft for this movie, and all he does is like, hey, remember remember us? No? Okay, well, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Tell you all about it. It's so um, weird. Oh, I know. Uh, the four stooges, as I'm going to call them, go to the orphanage to vandalize the place, and the doctor just awkwardly just hits on the lady running the place first. Like, yeah. Like and- he, st- he stops their evil plan dead in its tracks to be like, no, no, she's cute. Hang on. I'll be right back. Yeah, and, and I guess there's supposed to be some... Like, this isn't the first time this has happened. Yeah. Like, you kind of get the feeling like he's hit on her before and we're supposed to just go along with it. And it's like, well, wait a minute, this has happened before? <laughs> yeah, like, like often enough that she remembers? Yeah, well, and she's sick and tired of it. And she she knows the guy by name. and <laughs> This is crazy. I love the line, watch out, he's got a candy cane. Oh. In the mall fight. Oh, I, I like the mall fight. The mall fight is good, but he's, he's watch out, Sandy. He's got a candy cane, just from out of nowhere. Yeah, uh, is it made of rubber? Made it might hurt. Yeah, and and look at all these good people that are doing uh doing themselves a a, a great thing to uh, you know right before Christmas when everyone's supposed to be good and jolly and be nice to your fellow man when they just. Let Santa beat up the two guys himself and don't help out. <laughs> no, no, yeah, nary a finger lift. No. I mean, if it were 20 years later, they'd all have their phones out, but still, that would be about it. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, and then they make the kids help clean up. I think I think some of the parents were a little too dumb and be like, is this a show? <laughs> is this mall doing professional wrestling in the <laughs> for Christmas? This is the... Santa saves the 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 money for the old folks home show shtick yeah, yeah. that that old Christmas chestnut <laughs> that classic Christmas story we have Dasher and Dancer and Donner and Blitzen and Rudolph and Bruiser and Crusher and <laughs> <laughs> the Vault yeah the Vault yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm I'm sure a lot of those people are like. Wow, this this mall really goes all out. With <laughs> how much did I pay for my shit? Like I'm, yeah. they're, they're hiring a whole wrestling show. Oh, here. that's yeah. why it's 160 bucks for a photo with Santa. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. It's a photo with Santa, and he's main eventing at three o'clock. Like it's yeah. <laughs> and by the way, how was it jarring for you as it was for me to see such an attractive um, mall event planner? Oh, I was hoping she was going to be in for the rest of that movie. I mean, but isn't it so bizarre she that is. she's... It, it's so out of place. Like, she's so attractive, it's out of place in this movie. It, it, it is. She looks like the type that would have been, like, working the Macy's cosmetics counter. Yeah. Or or modeling, you know, a dress or something like that. Yeah. like The latest fashion, yeah. I, I didn't check her IMDb, but I just... I pictured in my mind that after this movie, she wasn't able to find another mainstream movie role... So she went to porn. You know what I mean? Like that's how attractive she is. She just jumped straight into porn, or or modeling, like or modeling. Way. Absolutely, either way. Uh, yeah, it was, and I was like, oh, where? It, Bridget Michelle is her name. Okay. And uh, rags to riches was her next thing, and that's it. Uh, uh, she stops at 1996. Okay. Yeah. Is she dead? Illustrious career from 83 to 96. And I don't know. Is she dead? Uh, she has two younger brothers, Todd and Garrett. Todd Levin is the owner of a candy distributor, Todd's Inc. Hmm. Oh. oh, she... There we go. Designer owner of Bridget Schuster, a clothing and shoe and accessory company. Oh, okay. So she started her own company. She, she went to fashion, yeah. Okay. There we go. So she tried acting, didn't like it. Eventually got her own company. Good for her. Yeah, IMDb doesn't say she's dead, so we'll okay. just assume that she's fine. She's fine. <laughs> I just assume that someone goes off goes off the grid so quickly, I just thought maybe she might have died. Oh, oh no. <laughs> and her last role to date. Was in 1996's Santa with Muscles. <laughs> from then on, she seems to have retired from acting. <laughs> okay, well, fair enough. So, one day on set with Hulk Hogan and she is done. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. I'm out of here. <laughs> if I have to deal with this shit, if this is the roles I'm going to get, then fuck this shit noise. I'm going to make clothes. This. Yeah, yeah. I look very good in them, so I'm going to go make them. Okay. <laughs> oh, and these, these brilliant, brilliant jackasses that they're going to steal money from an old lady in the middle of the busiest shopping season. In the middle of the day. In the middle of the day, not even after sundown. Yeah. Yeah. Right in front of the Mall Santa. Right in front of the Mall Santa, which is the crowded with ten. people. The six foot ten mall Santa, by the way. <laughs> yeah, and his big idea is to put it under his shirt. <laughs> yeah, why not just empty the bag into or the bowl into another bag? What the yeah. hell's up with that? Yeah, it's not like the grandma was going to wake up. She doesn't wake up for the entire scene. No, oh, isn't that funny? <gasps> oh yeah, it was fucking <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, I think that's where I got where he's headbutting headbutting dudes left and right, and. <laughs> Um, so back to the four stooges, um, they, they decide to what, pull the statue down that's in front of the orphanage. Like that's going to scare them out. Yeah. It's like, so yeah, (laughs) my bed's still here. I'm good. Yeah. And then Hogan holds back a moving truck without breaking a sweat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So a, a bump on the noggin by a plastic drum, that gives him amnesia. Yeah, but he already had but, the super but he, strength. But he had the super strength, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, like, hasn't he taken chair shots from his butler already by this point? Like, <laughs> Yeah, pretty maybe much. It was cu- maybe it was cumulative damage, like one more hit from anything. Like, <laughs> Maybe, maybe. Like, like just, wa- you know, he walks into a door that door frame that's just a little too low for him. You know? Yeah. <laughs> With that little bump. Oh, there we go. There goes math. <laughs> there goes math. I gotta oh. go relearn math. <laughs> oh, I've I've already forgot my time in the orphanage, and oh, there goes my teens. Yeah. <laughs> and then my next note after that is, oh my god, baby Mila Kunis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and did you get a little um, out of kayfabe, so to speak? It was like for me, it was hard. Seeing Hulk Hogan not knowing what to say in front of a mic when the news people come to interview him, it definitely was weird. I'll yeah, it was that. weird, wasn't it? It was kind of weird. Uh, 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 Merry Christmas or whatever he says, right? I'm like, come on, man, cut a promo on these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Let them have it, you know. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Asian girl brother. <laughs> she was really happy to talk to this Santa with muscles. No, oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, his biceps as big as her head. Yeah, like, <laughs> and why is is that like the only news crew in the entire county? And is that the only thing going on? I guess. Again, your police are packing RPGs. There has to be something on the <laughs> <Yeah>. crime report. <laughs> yeah, police blew or up another thing the... last night. <laughs> yeah, or or that has solved crime. Apparently, they're like. <laughs> Fuck, I'm well, even jaywalk. These guys are carrying RPGs now. I'm not taking any chance. With the to police, be fair, you know? yeah. If my if, if if my hometown cops started carrying RPGs, I'm not maybe going to run that red. <laughs> nope, nope. I'm looking out for every stop sign yeah. and staying under the, under the speed limit. Like, I'm going to help old ladies cross the street. Yeah, yeah. I I can't drive I drive faster than an RPG. <laughs> my car doesn't do that. Nope. <laughs> Listen here, Frost, whoever you are, because I don't know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming for you, brother. It's so weird. It's so weird. And why Why doesn't the orphanage go to the city for help? Why do they go to the cops? Yeah. They're being forced out of their home. And the cops are armed to the teeth. And the cops <laughs> are armed to the teeth. you think that this would be an easy fix. <laughs> for, yeah. Just get the same guy who blew up, uh, you know, um, Clint Howard and just be like, I heard what you did on the six o'clock in news because they reported that and then came to my house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to interview Santa. And uh, so, yeah, there's this guy. <laughs> he lives yeah. in this big just, house. Just turn around and point it there. And he has four. He- yeah. You- no, no. <laughs> no, no. You'll know his place because he doesn't have the regular type goons. He's got PhD goons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And and again, I, I get the the quote unquote joke of having smart hench people versus the usual dumb mooks, but they're still doing the goon and grunt work. Yeah, like they're they're like they're like okay, one's a geologist, so yeah, I guess maybe I get well, I get I guess yeah, because they because they're going after the gems, okay. But then what what, what 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 was the meathead? What what was his thing? Oh, uh, like chemical engineer. Yeah. Okay. He was into all stinky chemicals and stuff. Like so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was really into methane. 
Yeah. So he's one walking fart joke. Yeah. And then okay. why'd, you need the, why'd you need the electric girl? I don't know. No so idea. Two, two out of the four kind of makes sense since they gave him this whole, oh, I, I have, um, uh, you know, hypochondria. Yeah. Okay, so he's got a doctor on staff. That I get. But you don't get your doctor to then, you know, be your goon. Mm-hmm. Like, your doctor's not knocking over statues. No. Why would you Why would you put him out there like that? Now, and especially after you find out there's a giant Hulk Hogan-sized guy that wants to punch his lights out. Don't send your physician out there. Yeah, especially don't send him out in an ice cream truck. That's, that's just really creepy. Yeah, why is it an ice cream truck? I know, this guy's a billionaire. He could afford better than well, that. I know, but it's not like they're trying to hide anything. Yeah, might as well just say PhD goons. Yeah, it's... I'll just Knock drive up in a car. Risk. Yeah, what happened to like a, a black SUV? Come on. It's so yeah. weird. It's so weird. It is so weird. And you don't send your geologist out, not until the coast is clear and it's time to to get some yeah. get some rubies. And like they uh when they when they have the kids and and they're and they're forcing the kids to mine, all of the villains have T rulers. Have what? They're T-rulers. They're the ruler with the thing on the end. Oh, like a T-square. A T-square, yeah. Why? Those are going to keep the kids in line when you give them pickaxes? No. Well, the weird thing is they, they start the kids mining, and then all, next thing we see them, they're not mining. No. They're, uh, I, yeah, I, no, they're I, just I, in the I house. I have to go. I have to go back a bit though before we get to the to the child labor, because uh, Hogan does fight the doctor and the chemist. Yeah. Somehow the doctor, while earning his doctorate, has learned some pretty good karate. Yeah, he's earned fake foo. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And the chemist is a fat guy. <laughs> That's his superpower. I guess. And you could tell Hogan had to go like really easy on these guys, eh? Like, oh this yeah, is just. Like this, this would be like if I won some sort of prize in like 1986 to get into the ring with Hogan. Yeah, and he sh- he quote unquote showed me a couple of moves. That's what this oh, yeah. felt like. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Like I yeah. like I could see in Hogan's face he was just he was just waiting and just wanting to throw the scientist against the ropes, but there yeah, was absolutely. no ropes there, so he couldn't do it. He was just hurting because of it. Yeah, well, yeah, because then he couldn't do the boot, and then he couldn't go off the ropes for the leg. Like, yeah, yeah, he couldn't drop that size whatever leg on him. Like that's, I mean, these guys are so tiny though. Except, well, except for the fact okay. he could have thrown that doctor like over his own truck easily with one hand. Yeah, or at least on top of the truck. Yeah, like, but no, they had to friggin' like. It was, and the thing is too, like it really is noticeable because they had the whole Christmas robbery before. So those two stuntmen, he was able to basically manhandle them like it was like he was going after the Ultimate Warrior. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, those those guys were pros, so he could just toss them around and like that's what he could really do. No, no, not these guys. No, can't touch the merchandise. See, this is why PhD goons don't work. Like, <laughs> you need to get some stuntmen in there so you can toss them. Or like, even if they had goons. Like, if they were, like, the A-level goons, and then they had their B-level goons that yeah. did all the grunt work, yeah. that's how you do it. That's a, there's that, We're missing a tier in this criminal organization. I think that's why he failed. Yeah, 
He's just not spending his billions properly. He doesn't know that how the ins and outs of being a super criminal. No, absolutely not. It's 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 just yeah, it's just bad business. Like he should have watched Batman sixty six. Okay. The pen- the penguin was better organized, I would imagine. You know. <laughs> oh, okay. Or, or Batman eighty nine. Joker had goons. Yeah, Joker had goons. Lots of them, and good goons. Like he had his A level goon Bob, his number one guy. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then and then Bob ordered around the other goons like that. There we go. Chain of command. Yeah. Um. Oh, and um, I like their little stealth mission to, when they find out that they work for Frost. So Santa Claus and Lenny, they have to hide from two more scientists on patrol. But really, two mathematician goons. You <laughs> see those guys? They got, they got calculators out, so ergo, they're smart. Yeah. And there's this weird thing. Did you notice there's the part where Lenny gets shaken down on his own, right? Because he gets pulled away from... The uh, his second or third attempt or whatever at the bank machine. Yeah, because he owes money to the evil billionaire Ebner Frost. Yeah, yeah. For so something. he's also he, he's also like a Shylock on the side. Like, is that, <laughs> is he just a really good loan shark? Is that how he made his billions? <laughs> I I get. I don't know. I have I no don't idea. Know. Yeah. Oh, so weird. But and they're like, you got to deliver, <laughs> you know, deliver Santa Claus, or we're going to break your legs, or whatever they were going to do with him, right? Yeah. So here they are, the two of them are on a stealth mission. Like, shouldn't he just be like, <clears throat> he's over there? Yeah. Like, like Lenny's Well, he, had, he has a change of heart, right? But we don't see that. Well, we do because he makes that impassioned speech at the uh, on top of the balcony in the church. Yeah, but was that, that was after all this, though. Yeah, like, it was after all that, yeah. Turn, yeah. Like, he had a chance to blow the whistle and turn him in when they were, like, basically in Frost's front lawn. True, but he also but we, wanted the money too. That that that's what was stopping him. Oh, that's true. Okay. See, you had to explain that to me. That's not good. Yeah. Because <laughs> remember, his great thing was to you know get the fingerprint off the glass very subtly. I might add. When he trying when he picks up Hulk Hogan's drinking glass. Oh yeah. And... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It almost made that noise. And he takes it to the bank where that requires the the, the thumbprint. And ends up being the wrong thumbprint. Oh yeah, because it has to be from his left hand. Yeah. And Hogan is like clearly like, I'm going to drink this with my right hand now. Yeah. <laughs> thumb yeah. thumb to camera, kind of roll it roll over. Roll it right so on, yeah. Nice and nice. Yeah. Yeah. And gulp, gulp, gulp. I like milk, and then roll it off. And... <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to walk away from this glass for about 20 minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll assume someone else picked it up when I get back. <laughs> yeah. And he's trying to hide the the cereal that has Hulk Hogan's face on it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah Blakeyos or whatever it was. Yeah, it's like wow, you're so you're so not being suspicious at all. No, absolutely and, not. And uh, and to your earlier point, they buy his cereal. Don't you think they would know? Thank you. He walks through the door. <laughs> like he's doing his own commercials. You know he is. He's got no, his face absolutely in the box. He is. He's got to he's got to show up in the commercials because his face is on the box. Yeah. So why the hell do they? How do the kids was, not recognize him? He lived there before. His face is on half their food. <laughs> nope. It's so weird. It's so weird. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So let's go back then to the um, the kids mining, but not mining. <laughs> right. 
Like these kids are there, they're given work equipment, then they disappear, then they're upstairs for no reason. Yeah. Like, what, did we catch him on break? <laughs> like, how do they know he's coming in? Oh, they don't. Do they not? I thought they did. No, they see him through the door, and then they. Oh, have that's the, right. That's like right. Like the little window, yeah. Well, like, he's taking out guys left and right. I did like attaching the car battery to the door. Oh, that was smart. Yeah, that was smart. Then, I like that. Then knocking and yeah, it gets electrocuted. That was good. And you remember to ground it too. Yeah, yeah, did. yeah, <laughs> yeah. We waste time on that, but fucking, how did we not not figure it out? It's him. That you don't yeah. tell us. Okay, thanks. Yeah, and <laughs> we have a, and underneath the building, there's a cavern full of magic quartz rubies and excellent cell reception. Yeah, and here's my question about the vault door. How did the kids figure out the first three numbers? Uh, oh, fuck, I don't know. They never tell us. No. Nope, like, that- well, we figured out the first three or four. Okay, first off, how did you figure, how did you know there was four? Secondly, how did you figure out the, the, the first three? And if you figured the first three, what's stopping you from figuring out the fourth? Yeah, they just give up. Like, is this, a, this is just a weekly project you work on for 10 minutes every week and just refuse to work on it for the rest of the week? You just haven't gotten <laughs> to the fourth week yet? <laughs> like, where the number is one, two, three, I got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> completely fucked. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even have a guess. I don't even see a pattern. <laughs> yeah, three out of four ain't bad, but... <laughs> and then Hogan, with amnesia... <laughs> Yeah. Remembers. Remembers. He just he just knows. Muscle memory, I guess. <laughs> Santa with muscle memory. That's what Santa with is. muscle memory. There you go. <laughs> it's just so odd because you have this you, you set up the movie, it's a it's a millionaire who's a dick who becomes Santa Claus who wants to save the orphanage and now he has to deal with gems that explode. Why? And some, yeah, like, when did this turn into Tomb Raider for no reason? Yeah, like, this is, you started off a movie that, okay, you had an interesting premise, okay, billionaire, and he's knocked him, he's got amnesia, and he's, you know, blah, 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 he's turning into a good guy, okay. But then why the gems? Like, what happened to the good old real estate development magnate? Yeah, like he he like like he bought all the property. He wants to erect a super mall. Is that what he wants to do? No, but oh, what's okay. Wrong, I see. What's wrong with that old chestnut? Yeah, right. So then he's trying to drive the last holdout out of there so he can build a super mall or whatever the fuck he wants to do. Right. What's wrong with that? That scheme works every time. Yeah. 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 In fact, it probably happens in real life too. Probably. Yeah. And here's my other question. It, okay, this Ebner Frost guy. Um, he wants the orphanage because that's where the crystals are. But he buys up all of the businesses around the orphanage looking mm-hmm. for it. And then we find out that he was in the orphanage too. So shouldn't he know where the gems are? Because it's him and Hogan that as kids have opened the door. Yeah, and so... All he needed to do was buy the orphanage. Yeah. Why did he you buy? Can... Why did he buy the fucking businesses around it? Yes, it's not like he needs to mine for a way in. No, and it, but he, okay, but he could have, you know, just go under the shoe repair shop, 
Sure. Yeah, just drill into there. Yeah, and then just drill over. The orphanage would have no idea because they don't even know it exists. Yeah. I, Make it with I, the I, crystals and leave. Not only that, but for all the money that he paid for all the other buildings, if yeah. he had offered that to the orphanage, fuck that. They would have been set for life. Yeah. You're damn right we're moving. You're going to pay me what you'd pay five business businesses? I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. I, we'll go We'll go build a new one. Yeah. Everyone's getting a PlayStation for Christmas this 96, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you just buy them out. Like, there's no there's no reason for them to want to stay there. Like, yes, I get it. It's full of memories, etc. But it's an orphanage. It's a place it's for wayward kids. And yeah. And trying to, like, build them a better home. Not Don't have them live in a church. Yeah, and it's not like you have 50 kids where you need that kind of room. You have three. Yeah. You can get a five-bedroom home with whatever they would have paid out. Yeah. I, I would imagine just keeping the power on is not worth. Oh, for that place? Yeah, oh for that God, place. Yeah. Like, No shit. Like, that's a big thing. Like, there's not only the orphanage, but there's a church next to it that's attached to it. You have yeah. a full kitchen. Yeah, like a huge, like, full-on banquet kitchen. Yeah. So, I mean, just just the power and utilities alone. To keep that place running, you could just get yeah, get a small five bedroom house, yeah, I, or two bedroom think, house and convert the basement for the kids. I, I'm thinking any longer they would have to start selling off those kids just to pay the bills. <laughs> That's another thing. If you take the money, you could probably pay people to take this unadoptable Mila Kunis. <laughs> here, that's yeah. now your kid. Here's 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 two hundred grand. Yeah, yeah. Here's a rascal and two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Just you got to keep her alive. That's all you do. Yeah, it's a dowry. It's basically it's a, it's a modern day dowry. Don't let her die. And there's another two hundred k if she graduates college. Yeah, <laughs> or something. Yeah, if you'll need if you need me, I'll be in Jamaica. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no. Don't worry about the cell reception. It's good there too, just like it is downstairs in the cavern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and. That fucking bell tower fight. How the hell does Hulk Hogan lose the test of strength against this yes. dweeb doctor? Thank you. <laughs> That's insane. I do have a note about the cops. You you kind of hit the nail on that head um, a lot sooner than I did, but I'm like, partway through, I'm just like, do we not have police at the beginning of this movie? <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> Where are they now? A bunch of kids and adults are being assaulted by the PhD goons. And why aren't there adults reporting this shit? Yeah. I. And then when Blake gets into another chase with the cops, does it, shouldn't he like lead them back to the orphanage? This this illegal mining operation. Yeah. Or how about where the kid shows up to the to Edna Frost's place, and his big idea to get back at him is to what use a slingshot to throw rocks through the window. Vandalism. That'll show him. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! He he'll spend all his money replacing that glass. Uh, yes. No. No. <laughs> and I love how Hogan rescues the kids. So we're getting towards the end here, right? And then takes them along on the mission. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not not even a run across the street and ask to wait there for a couple minutes while I beat up on more goons. No, no. He's like, here. Oh, no, no. You go ahead, little... What was his name? Oh. I have no idea. 
Taylor. Johnny. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Taylor. No, no, you fight the next... You get the next goon. I'm just gonna... I'm gonna put more uh, suntan lotion or oil on my, uh, my <laughs> yeah, biceps Yeah, baby here. oil, yeah. I'm gonna put some more baby oil on. You go ahead and friggin' uh, you take the next goon. Yeah, it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. Like, I could get it if they actually started doing, like, a whole Home Alone thing and they just... The kids are setting up these Home Alone-type traps. Sure. So then they can watch the goons fall into their traps from afar, and that's how they're "quote unquote" fighting them. Yeah, like like Hogan punches a guy and he falls backwards, and there's a fake carpet which is actually a hole in the floor or something. It's a tiger trap. I don't know. Yeah, and it leads into like a cage or some kind. Yeah, or, yeah something. Yeah, or there's marbles just behind him, so Hogan just has to shove them and yeah, and he slips on it and knocks himself out or whatever. Or that, or that fake out where he raises a fist, and goes to punch, and like no, and he falls back, slips on marbles, falls into the hole. Yeah. Something like that, yeah, yeah. Or more shit from that kitchen just swinging on ropes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Pots Absolutely. and pans. Yeah, well, yeah. see, they could have got a little more creative. They're going to have the kids, quote-unquote, fight. It's not mono e kiddo. No. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And and halfway through all of this, Garrett Morris, it's Garrett Morris, sorry, it's not uh, who I said it was before. It's Garrett Morris. Right. It's at this point... Like, okay, so the kids got conscripted to mine. Apparently, the old people get to sit out. And he, at this point, decides to have a sit-down and have a heart-to-heart with Blake while his place is under siege. Yeah, that was so weird. It's like, uh, can I talk to you for a minute? I'm like, well, can you let me go beat up the bad guys first? Like, he, why do you yeah. have to tell him that now? The, these kids might get recaptured if I don't leave. Yeah. <laughs> they're kind of on the, They're kind of exposed right now. Yeah, we need to take care of this problem first. Like, there's priorities here. Like, you run an orphanage. You should understand what priorities are. <laughs> yeah. So, so they have a, a cavern brimming with all these quartz stones that hold electricity and are just about to blow. Yes. And the middle of the street is safe distance? <laughs> That's your... No, no, we're fine here. Ooh, watch the blowing up house, kids. Let's watch. Let's watch a ton of bricks get flung in every single direction <laughs> yeah. from right here in the middle of the street. Well, it really was more of an implosion than anything else, which doesn't make which sense. doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Well, mind you, maybe the maybe all the explosion shit went down the bottomless hole that they had. I guess. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. Like we have Frost. Just he gets a Skeletor ending. Yeah. I was waiting for that after credit scene. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I'll be back. I'll be back. Yeah. Oh, and so Blake adopts the children, right? All three of them. Oh, thank God this billionaire adopted them. Maybe one of them will be Batman. Maybe that kid grows up to be Batman. I don't yeah, maybe. Know. Yeah. Um, and then I guess a bunch more because there's like a ton of kids by the end of this movie. Yeah, I don't know if they're having like a party. Like, do they go to school and they invited all their friends over, or, or is it like <laughs> once once the neighborhood found out that <laughs> that this uh, billionaire, millionaire, whatever adopted is adopting kids, they just all drop theirs off at his doorstep. Maybe, like, <laughs> maybe <laughs> we'll be in Boca Raton. See ya. <laughs> yeah. But why is Garrett Morris the gardener? Why is it? Why is he doing like? Can't he enjoy his retirement? <laughs> Come on, you're he's back to being an asshole again. You don't like he should be on the 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 deck sipping lemonade, watching someone else be the gardener. That's what yeah. He should be doing. Well, no, he has to be the gardener because he knows jujitsu. <laughs> so eventually, he's going to have to attack Hulk Hogan. 
I guess so. I mean, he, he, oh man, he put that on his resume. He's like, oh wait, I remember now. Yeah, yeah, I love too when they when 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 they go to attack and and get uh, get the kids out when they're mining. He grabs his um his employees from his mansion. Oh, his goons, his goons, but they yeah, don't. He's got goons, but they don't change. Like the the chef is in his chef outfit with a hat, and the butler's in his tuxedo. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's no getting ready montage. No, it's like, well, like you're not dressing them all in camo. You're not dressing them all the same. Just, not no, even just as you are. Yeah. And they don't really do anything. Not really, no. Like, this is, I wanted a full-on assault. I wanted Hogan and the Goon Squad to take on Frost and his PhD goons. Yeah, it'd be like a Survivor Series match. Oh, absolutely. Wouldn't it have been fun to see the chef with the rolling pin, like, kind of fighting one of the larger guys or... Or taking on the chemical guy or something, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, they defeat the chemical guy by turning his hose into his suit. So which, they stink him out. So they stink him out when he just could have taken off the helmet? Yes, and if he's supposed to like that stuff so much, wouldn't you be like, so? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's so weird. You got anything else? This, I, this is the most... This is the weirdest one yet. I... I mean, I'll take Night Mime over this. Night Mime? Remember that from uh, Suburban oh, Commando? Oh, uh, Suburban Commando. Right, right, right. Go see, yeah, yeah. Listen to our Suburban Commando podcast for the Night Mime reference. Yeah, really. Uh, so just a couple of things on this movie. Uh, the original author's draft was changed so much that he sued to have his name removed from the credits. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, and, so uh, there was some 80s cocaine involved, maybe? <laughs> maybe so i don't know what the what the budget was for this movie but i can tell you <laughs> that the box office for this movie for a grand total of 220,198 dollars no way this doesn't even this doesn't even come close to what's qu- it's close to quarter of a million quarter of a million not half quarter oh my god that's insane uh, and considering okay so two hundred and twenty thousand dollars opening weekend a hundred and twenty thousand twenty thousand it made the majority of its money in the first weekend well I think I know where a lot of that money came from uh, Calabasas, California, and Fillmore, California. Oh, okay. Were those the two so, cities they filmed in? The two filming locations. Basically, I think, like, Hogan's Neighbors. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. He's a Florida guy, right? Originally from California. No, originally from Florida, lived in California most That's of the time. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, as always on this show, we try to find the real story behind the story, Mark. Uh, I think it's actually the story of a secret cult pretending to be an orphanage. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, first we have baby Mila Kunis. She's being put to work doing, uh, you know, being their, their seamstress. Okay. The poor little blonde girl, who we didn't really talk about much, she is getting inducted in all kinds of weird shit. Like, Easter Bunny, Santa Claus, Santa Claus-specific rules that no one else has heard about. And also, if she sings the right song in the right way in a church. <laughs> yeah, we then, didn't even mention that. Then, 
the magic windows will release magic fairies? <laughs> yes. This this was it. This was the key for me. I think that Taylor kid by wanting to run away and shit, I think he was onto something. I think he knew. Because <laughs> let's face it, we've said it all through this podcast. They never call the cops once. No. Why is that? Why ah, is that? I see what you're doing. They don't want the cops sniffing around their operation. Right. Right? Forget they may be running drugs or prostitutes out of there, too. I don't know if it's going that far. It seemed, Well, it took place in a church, mostly. So I'm thinking more culty. Good cover. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. But you run an orphanage. No one's asking questions. They're taking care of the kids no one wants, right? Yeah. Yeah. Putting them to work. Teaching them all kinds of weird, weird religion. Yeah. Letting them play in the underground catacombs. Absolutely. I mean, Hogan and Frost were just as much victims of this, I think. That's why they can't remember their early Maybe that's why they can't remember it. Yeah, they maybe yeah, brainwashing. They, they, were, they were inducted into this cult, and they got rescued or something. Huh. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See? More interesting, interesting movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah. They just come out and admit it, you know? <laughs> interesting. I just have it as, or is it the Christmas movie that comedy forgot? Because <laughs> yeah. I think that's what they were going for, but it sure didn't have it. No, no, no. They well, all we got was a lump of coal. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Oh my god, that so, was crazy. Now, now, uh, just a little uh, outside of kayfabe, uh, we are recording this like uh, almost two weeks after I saw it. Yeah, the only time I did not go back and refresh my memory. No, but apparently, apparently, I didn't have to because it's all coming back a little too. Yeah. Weird. And you can watch this movie, too. You can watch this movie yourself. You don't need to buy it or buy it on iTunes or go to Netflix. It's, it's on YouTube, and no one's on, taking it down. It, it, well, it, after that $220,000 that it made, I don't think anyone gives a shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe they'll make some YouTube money. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you they paid more more for just Hulk Hogan. I guarantee that. Because by then, he was signed with WCW, and they paid him handsome, handsomely. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was, he was making the big bucks then, so. Uh, and then, yeah, he returns back to WWE after this. Like, Yeah. Oh, well, my God. Long yeah. time after this, but yeah. Well, so, so, so to quote JR, oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, that's going to about do it for Santa with Muscles. I'm Sean Taylor. I mean, Mark, I think. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next time. We'll take a look at the story of a woman who walked through New Orleans during Mardi Gras without being asked to flash her boobs once in A Miracle on Bourbon Street. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. Because that would be a miracle. That would be.